0: How are we all? How is everyone? Good morning. Welcome. If you're listening on podcast, this is the headlines. This is the newspapers. We do have headlines on the screen, but I will read them out. So this is like a radio headlines read-through for those of you listening, because I know a lot of you do like to listen because you're driving and doing other stuff. Elliot Gonzalez, you liberated, you liberated threads. Thanks for your thread info. Thanks for threading me in. Are we going to have, is it going to become a new verb, you know, to thread? Have you been threaded? Are you threading? Have you? Are you? Have you got threads? I'm enjoying it. I, I'm going to be honest. There's, I'm enjoying it just because it's new. I'm enjoying it just because it's not fucking Twitter. I'm enjoying it. So there we go. Hazel Malbon, Good morning, Jordan Stevenson. The epic failure. Good morning. Wow. If you you might have caught uh, last night's uh, the Cornish Capers. Uh, Cornwall is still recovering from the flatulence that happened on our holiday. Um, good morning, my blind, ch- my blind chi Alfie. Oh, um, Elliot, I'm enjoying it, Elliot. It's, it's nice and uh, it's just, it's just nice. Uh, Becky Fithian, good morning. Zoe Agnew, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Gabby, if you were good morning. Joan Clements, um, it's the newspaper. So let's have a little look-see, shall we? Let, what I like to do on a Saturday now is to just go through all of the actual front pages of the papers, um the heat yesterday was ha- absolutely intolerable. It was intolerable. Let's have a quick little run through what's actually on the front of all the pe- Myra instance. That fart was so funny. I did bleep it out because I thought it was too much, and then I put it in so Nadia could go. Ma! Hi Tori, how are you? Reese threads, it's like Twitter unrestricted 20. 20- it's like nostalgic Twitter, isn't it, Reese? Yeah. I tell you what though, one is. given all our different platforms and accounts, I do feel like I'm going through a kind of multi-personality type thing in my head. It's very challenging. Okay, so let's have a look at the front of the papers. So in the front of the Daily Express, um, we've obviously a lot of the papers featuring photos of the tragic... um, Nads, that's quite noisy. Featuring um, pictures of uh, Selena, who's the the girl who tragically died in this Wimbledon car crash. Uh, They're still trying to get to the bottom of what exactly happened with the car um so daily express rishi urged time to talk up brexit for god's sake don't uh daily telegraph the wealthiest should pay more for the bbc would do if it was better um we're going to talk about george osborne in a minute that story making the front page about uh, poison pen letters that's a phrase from the past isn't it um the cabinet split over denying public sector six percent pay rise in front of the times but really that's leading with again another image of selena there the tragic just oh it just uh, well for any parent or anyone with a heart that just doesn't bear thinking about does it um the front of the daily mail again has a photograph of selena um, and says proof politicians are out of touch on electric cars Uh, yes if we had one plug point in london it might work it might take off as, as a concept Um, The Sun runs with this incredibly intriguing and worrying headline, top BBC star in sex pics probe. Uh, Obviously, everyone now is wondering who the hell it is. And The Sun have have decided not to do that thing. Do you remember the tabloids used to do this thing where they wouldn't reveal who it was, but they'd give you a sort of silhouette? And you never knew whether it was a generic silhouette or whether it was actually a silhouette of someone that you were trying to then identify. So obviously, quite some quite serious shit going on here with someone else at the BBC uh, who's been uh, asking for photographs from someone who's too young and paying them £35,000 for them. Um, front of the mirror, very touching um, thank you from Fiona Phillips saying thank you so much for everyone's support. Uh, it's been a, yeah, it's a story that's really... Touched everyone, I think, this week, uh, Fiona Phillips story. Um, and, uh, and, of course, on the front of the Daily Star, uh, totally feeling the pulse of the nation and, <laughs> and sort of going off on a, a tangent, psycho robot scumbags, we promise not to kill off humans. Apparently, this, is, this, this was a summit of chatbots. Where the chatbots promised they wouldn't kill us. But if you look in the small print at the bottom of the Daily Star, it says, really? but they would say that, wouldn't they? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, do lo- I do love the, uh, I have to say, uh, the Daily Star really makes me laugh. So, um, so those are the headlines. And of course, I think the, the main one there is um, Selena, the tragic story of Selena, which we talked about yesterday. <laughs> Elliot, Elliot, are you, I mean, the Daily Star is a guilty pleasure. Yesterday, the front of the Daily Star was all about how we've been eating our Weetabix the wrong way for years. And, and, and it's weird, isn't it? Because you think, why would I, that would be of no interest to me whatsoever? And it was. I was thinking, how have I eaten my wee bit? Anyway, um, one of the first things that I pulled off the front of the eye. Actually, I just wanted to talk about this because this was this happened in the week, and I didn't get we didn't get a chance to talk to you about it. This is this Mickey Mouse mural at this immigration center or migration center where. Um, the uh, Conservative MP Robert Jenrick ordered its removal because he wanted this place, this sort of immigration centre where children are being sort of processed, to be less welcoming. I just find that so heartless. I don't know why. I found this story really bugged me, really bugged me. And I was really relieved, because I know we have some Conservative voters here too, to see that some angry Tory MPs were all were also turning on him for the suggestion that basically what they should do is somewhere where migrants are brought in, asylum seekers, and there will be children. He wants the removal of any any imagery that makes it in any way vaguely comforting or welcoming. What a bastard! So obviously, lots of people very upset, and and apparently the people who work in the in the centre, uh, the asylum reception centre, uh, have ref- have allegedly had no time to, to paint over them. But, you know, this is, again, another Tory MP trying to appeal to that jingoistic, anti-migration kind of thing. And I just think to to cover up images that makes possibly a really frightening journey for children a little bit less frightening just what goes to the heart, really? just goes to the heart of this fucking government. Oh, but I'm, I, as I say, not every Tory MP is, is on that. It just... What do you think? Disgusting, Elliot. Imagine how those children must be feeling anyway. And as if, men, you know, the trauma they'll have gone through, as if fucking Mickey Mouse is really going to be like, you know, oh, I suddenly feel all right now. It's just, ah, makes me mad. It's just, it's the lack of heart. It's not even about policy. It's just the lack of heart really fucks me off. Anyway, we say it as it is sometimes. Anyway, so there's that. Um, Front of the Guardian. This is one for Dina. Egg or dairy found in a third of vegan products? This is, I mean, you know, okay, you know, I've struggled to get onto the vegan bandwagon myself. But if you're vegan, this story is really quite serious, I think. It says here, more than a third of foods labeled vegan contain animal products, prompting experts to warn shoppers with severe allergies that they're facing potentially tragic consequences. So this is coming from a sort of medical or, uh, I guess, allergic perspective. But if you're Politically, very vegan, and a third of uh, so-called, and these are products that are, are sold as oranges. vegan. But these, yeah, absolutely. But these are products sold as vegan. You know what the
1: answer is. This is terrible. Make all your own food.
0: Make all because, your own food.
1: Yeah, because then you know
0: what's in it. Nads, trying to get in the back of shot, but I'm over it. You go round there, Nads. We can hear no, you. I know you don't want me no, I room. do want you in the back of shot. It's just this is a much, much better light and sound scenario here. So be careful, be careful. Um, Jane Bentley. I saw Nads talk to Matt Willis on Loose yesterday. She was great, especially with all her own personal experiences. There you go, Nads. Yeah, you said she said he was absolutely lovely, Thank absolutely you. lovely. Yeah, that's really nice to say. Um, I've just told her she loves that. Let's talk about Dina, Or this will be big for you. Yeah. Let's talk about Oracy. Oris. Oracy. Oracy. Labour are wanting to push the importance of speech and speaking skills as much as literacy and reading. I think this is really important. What do you think, guys? I mean, I think the devil is in the detail. I think as long as they they don't teach oracy by saying stand up and talk, because I think people with anxiety find public speaking really difficult. But I think there are ways of encouraging the skill of talking in group without putting one person under a spotlight. Do you know what I mean? So Labour's plan to embed speaking skills throughout England schools has been greeted with enthusiasm by academics and school leaders. Uh, But scepticism by those teachers who will deliver the policy. Um, I think it's a really good idea. But as I say, I think it needs to be done in a non-examination way. I think the problem with this is if... Kids are encouraged to talk, and then they're forced to talk and made to stand up. Don't you think that? Mm-hmm.
1: I'm a bit tall on this.
0: Ooh. We may never know why. <laughs> she she came, she, she, dropped a, she dropped a mic, and she left. Um, Steph Schultz, I was crap at presentations at school and college, too nervous, used to bring my grades down. Yeah, uh, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. I think on the one hand... On the one hand, it's really, I think it's right that they're, they're, they're saying that this is, I tell you something else that needs to be popped alongside numeracy, literacy, and let's call it oracy. I didn't know this. I keep thinking of Morrissey. Does anyone else? Is create creativity. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but creativity needs to be one of the, you know, it shouldn't be a dirty word. It shouldn't be seen as Mickey Mouse, to quote Mickey Mouse again. Uh, Keir Starmer says that teaching oracy would be a key part of Labour's educational priorities. It's not just a skill for learning; it's a skill for life—not just for work, but also for overcoming shyness, disaffection, anxiety, or that ah, now, now, communicate. But how is this? How is this going to work with a nervous child?
1: Just the better you can communicate, the better life you have, the better relationships you have, the better social. It doesn't always have to be about work. But what I will say is, whenever I've met people that have gone to public school, private school. Yeah. They walk into a room with a confidence. Yes. And it's not always arrogant, perfectly nice people. They kind hello, how are you did it? And they, like, own the space that they're in. Is that always and, a good thing? Well, when you see the difference of somebody come in and they like, a bit faulty, they don't have that that eloquence... You know, and me, like, so much of my life, because of myself South that I felt, like, a bit inferior to people. But you and, haven't got a problem so with I, oracy, So I understand what, what they're what they're driving at. And it is it is...
0: But doesn't it run against shyness?
1: That's the thing. How do you balance it? Because I don't believe in forcing shy people to stand up and talk in front of other people. I think that's where it's wrong. But it's about improving conversational skills. I mean... Come it's tricky. On. It's difficult. Like, like, it's good you know, confessions of a modern today, parent. it's like, Arthur, you can't understand what they're saying.
0: Well, partly, what you have it to understand affects. is a lot of children do talk down and more in inarticulately around adults. It's, apparently, it's yeah. a it's a biological thing. Is it? As soon as youngsters are talking to them, they talk like, because they can't, they don't want, it's kind of uncool to engage with adults. So they try and say to themselves in their tone of voice and inarticulacy, You know, there's that idea, isn't it? Kevin Perry, that they walk in and go, it's a thing. I mean, at school, they, but I do worry. I worry that this will be quite intimidating for anyone of an anxious disposition. But then you could argue, are we getting more anxiety because kids aren't being made to do this? All of it. Read aloud, Jan. Read aloud is good. Reading aloud is really important. So I think, again, I think there's a good idea here. I think it's about how the execution and implementation, and I think because we have an educational system that is only interested in results, 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 rather than and, and measured results rather than impressionistic results, um, it's difficult. Karen Davis, I literally cringe if I have to speak in a group. There you go. Um, this story is doing the rounds. Nadia uh, nudged this one. Uh, my way yesterday. And she was like, why isn't this in the papers? And it is in the papers. Uh, George Osborne is about to get married, but he's the victim of a poison pen letter that's been sent to not only all of his, I think his friends and acquaintances and work colleagues and journalists, but it seems to be that someone's really got it in for George Osborne because um, obviously in this poison pen, I haven't heard the phrase poison pen letter in years Um, in this poison pen letter is all sorts of stuff. That that puts a bit of a question mark over, obviously, his nuptials, so to speak. Um, may Edmondson, just popping back to the uh, Oracy story, I worry it will discriminate against children of lower income backgrounds as well as regional dialect and slang may be used. There is no correct way to speak. Very good point, May Edmondson. What is the barometer of, of of speech? It's all well and good going to a private school and being told how to speak like that, but what if you come from I don't know wherever where in the country?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah. I agree. I believe in changing people's accents. I love accents. I'm proud of my accents now. Yeah. But it's about eloquence. It's like Dina said, because my sister's a teacher, you know, and she said, when um, kids come to the school and they're foreign, they're sent off to these conversational classes. It was a private school yeah, she yeah, taught yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in a state yeah. school, conversational classes. Don't test them, don't make them stand This is what I'm saying. Up. It's
0: the system but of testing. Just, yeah. But yeah. just
1: that eloquence, to be able to just Don't really measure it communication, give them a subject, get them to talk quietly with another person and well, just push them on it. Well, what else do you think? Well, what i tell you, one
0: of you the think? greatest classes the girls and all their friends went to in homeschooling was debating class. Yeah. And where well, you go to debate, do and, you know, just to debate and having no correct way to debate. You know what I mean? Um, so there we go. Anyway, so yeah, so this, this other story here, obviously, is uh, George Osborne. Obviously, uh, it's going to be a little bit awkward. I think the speeches are going to be a bit strange. It's going to be a bit strained. I think it is... His wedding, a bit of schadenfreude for for any of those people who can't stand him. Um, I pulled this story because it's getting ludicrous out there, guys, isn't it? The the inflationary issues, car insurance is going up. And I was saying to Dina earlier, okay, I can get it when when ingredients are scarce, when importation costs are going up. But why is car insurance going up? Um, But this is the story that pet owners are now paying 60 percent more for their pet food. Um, and you begin to wonder, are there ways in which we can do what Nadia's always suggesting, which is eating sort of, you know, you know, creating your own food? Can we create our own dog food? Animals have been hit by the cost of living crisis as the price of food has rocketed. Um, almost 23% of dog and cat owners are worried about feeding their animals. Um, you know, the price of things is going up. Are we in a situation now where, I mean, vet prices we've talked about, didn't we? I think we talked about that before we went away. Um, are we in a situation now? I think what we what's happening here is the cost of living crisis and inflation and all that kind of stuff. Is it a global inflation thing, or is this all a result of Brexit? What is it, guys? Why you know it seems to be, or is there a sort of cutthroat overpricing going on? Because I think a lot of people feel they can. Becky Fithian buys in bulk from Amazon because it's cheaper. Um. Me MeTube, insurance goes up because staff costs go up. Fair point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, inflation is global, but hits economies locally. Could we not be looking at a sort of fixed global inflationary situation? I.e., you know, there's often this idea like a balloon. It inflates and then it comes down. I and mean, you, you use the levers of finance and econ- economics to bring it down, that we might just be in a situation where everything goes whoop, and stays there. I, I hate to say it. I think that might be where we're at. Um, So, yeah, so, you know, spare a thought for, um, look, dogs ate leftover dinners for years. Well, there is that. And also uh, we made a film about this, uh, you know, dog food and a lot of pet food ain't as good for your pets as people like to think it is. Uh, That's that's a fact. Um, This story has been running for the last couple of weeks. This is the there was a wake, uh, I believe, yesterday for Robert De Niro's grandson um who uh tragically died after taking pills that were laced with fentanyl the the fentanyl issue in america is just huge there's an, another story of a uh, uh, i didn't pull it but there's another story of an aged couple who who seemed to have taken their lives or died but they were apparently aged couple recreation using fentanyl in a recreational fashion so um so, but this is just spare thought. Yeah, Robert De Niro losing his his grandson, uh, Leandro, um, just tragic, tragically, tragically sad, tragically sad. Um, this story I saw yesterday. This was an interesting one. This was the so now if you are sent a contract or something like that. Certainly, I think this is in Canada. Um, uh, someone basically was offering to sell something to someone and basically said, are "You up for it? Do you want it?" is this a contract of engagement and the farmer who was texted sent a thumbs up emoji um, and then claimed that the thumbs up emoji in no way amounted to him signing a contract Uh, but the judge has said it's a uh, non-traditional sort of uh, way of signing a contract but you did sign a contract and you do have to pay $82,000 yeah so the judge said, in, "In non-tradition, it's a non-traditional means of signing a contract." His argument was that he didn't actually put the emoji on a document; it was like by text. I think, I think, I think he might have a bit of a case. The so guy, yeah. So is, yeah, exactly, you fancy a bit of a how's you? Has how's your well? It depends what you answer. If you send a thumbs up, then yeah, is a, is a thumbs up some kind of contractual engagement? Who'd have thought that? We're getting to a point now, but apparently. It's really funny. The judge's notes or the judge. Yeah, his 18 page judgment was sprinkled with thousands of thumbs up emojis. Probably one of the first they've they've ever had. Um, So let me just. uh, Yeah, that's funny. This story here. uh, Holidays, chaos, fear over flights acts. um, Air traffic controllers in Europe are going on strike now. One in three flights across Europe could be uh, disrupted all over the summer destinations such as Spain and Italy being most hit. And at the top there, you've got the ubiquitous shot of, I think that's Weymouth Beach. The Helter Skelter, guys. I used to love a Helter Skelter. Do you remember? That's quite 70s, Very isn't it? Do you remember the Helter Skelter? You'd get into the kind of, it was like a doormat with a flap and you'd get in it and it would hurt and you'd fly round, and you'd get off and you, you were desperate to get back in that floor mat sack. Remember that. Um, MeTube. So is the poop emoji legally binding too now? I think it might be. Yeah. Um, uh, Karen David. Same for tomato sauce. Scandalous. Yeah. no, it's, I'm, I, believe, I assume you're talking about price. Yes. Becky 15. Can't believe price of tomato sauce and salad cream. It's getting ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, so um, so be careful. Check your flights. Again, there's always misery, isn't there? There's always a misery story to be had. Um, this story is... What is this story? Oh, we've done that one. Uh, this is... Ah, sorry about that. A bit about out of focus. This is the story that Britney Spears may have accidentally hit herself in the face. <laughs> sorry, I don't... I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. But this story broke last week, didn't it? She was outraged that the security guard of a, a basketball player hit her. Um, but it looks like she may have actually hit herself in the face. Um, so uh, I never saw her. The security chap said I never saw her face. I think she must have hit herself in the face. Oh. Imagine this: we all we all don't like going through customs, but imagine this. Look, this chap Daniel Burke was barred from travelling into Turkey uh, because his name was the same name as someone else who was held on terror charges. Um, So Daniel Burt's children were terrified. Imagine this. As armed military police hauled the family into a room and questioned the dad about his links to Syria when he didn't have any. Imagine that. Imagine that. I remember years ago, I had a work permit for America and then I had my passport stolen. And then for however long the work permit was valid, whenever I travelled to America, they would drag you off for about... Literally two or three hours, whilst they couldn't... I'd say, oh, I had a passport stolen, and it had a work visa on it, and I had a new... So I had two work visas, and they just couldn't... The system couldn't compute. But there's nothing more intimidating, is there, than being dragged off to a to a room. Now, password perils. I hope you're all checking your passwords, guys. I hope you have innovative ways of doing your passwords. Let me just... Sorry, what's this? just got... Um, oh... Um, Can you send a link to the Curly Cooks to your mum? I just got a text. Um, Experts have warned us to avoid nine types of passwords to prevent online fraud. So I'm doing this one for you guys. Here you go. So avoid these. Avoid repeated passwords, i.e. the same password for every fucking app. Uh, Avoid your mum's maiden name. Avoid a street name. Avoid the name of pets. The word password, don't use that. Putting one after a name. Surnames and obvious patterns like one, two, three, four and all capital letters. One, two, three, four. I suppose sometimes people think by using one, two, three, four, you're being counterintuitive, right? Don't use randomized characters. Use phrases. Uh, Because you know how often lots of websites and apps offer up the gobbledygook. They say, would you like to use this? And you're like, well, how the fuck am I ever going to remember that? It's written in complete. it's, It's written in Sanskrit. Um. Unfortunate, Yeah, no, unfortunate for that guy. I think there's a bit of a lag going on here. Um, have you seen the new Bob Marley film? No, no, I, I've seen the teaser trailer. I'm going to do a reaction to that with Nanny Dye. God, um, oh, could you imagine? Yeah, you, I read that you should, should change your password regularly. I think Google often invites you to change your password, doesn't it? I like to use phrases, such jewels look. Yeah, I mean, all of us are now holding our cards close to our chest, aren't we? Because let's face it, we all know the phrases that we use. Um, This one, not so easy jet. We had our own little experience of easy jet this week. Um, This is a situation where the pilot had to ask passengers to get off the plane because it was too heavy. No. Not so easy jet. Passengers on a flight to the UK were offered £500 for anyone who would stay behind because the plane was too fucking heavy to take off. Yeah. In a video that was shot on board, the pilot can be heard saying, because there are so many of you, this is a heavy aircraft. Combined with a short runway in Lanzarote and some winds that aren't favourable, uh, we're too heavy to depart. We'd therefore like to offer anyone who's willing to stay £500. So a few people took up the offer. That's oh, not yeah. that's not encouraging, though, is it? Weights and balances, oh, Dawn Imagine that. Imagine rushing to the right or rushing to the left. I mean, you know, oh God, anyway, um, petrifying, petrifying. I'm so anxious already about when my family fly to Paris next month. Jorsler. Don't worry this. Look, this is I've never heard of this before. This, this doesn't happen often. There's a photograph of a man being hurled in the air by a um, by a bull. What an absolute Burke. Why? 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 Cruel to the animals and people die. Um, Anything is better. Um, I just wanted to ask, for anyone who's gone on to threads, is part of the appeal, because this is the appeal to me, because to be brutally honest, it feels nothing, it doesn't feel in any way different to Twitter, which is why Twitter are going to sue the fuck out of uh, Meta. Um, but it feels different just because it's new. And I'm going to make a suggestion that makes threads feel really nice, because I noticed that Nadia's threads, when you were on it the other day, I, I noticed you have a white screen, yeah, when you're on threads? I have my phone set to night time. So whenever I'm on threads, it's dark and it's nice and calm and quiet. Set it to dark. It's really nice. Um, it's not the passengers problems, Julie, but, it's, no, but it's, it becomes the passengers problems if they say we can't take the fucking plane off, up. Um, so yeah, so anything is better. Will threads replace Twitter? It's doing very well. It's doing very well. And I have to say, uh, I want to use it but don't have access yet, says MeTube. Um, it's just Because I hate Twitter so much, I just think, great, yeah. I hope Threads works. Um, Screaming woman. This is almost chimes with the story Dina was telling us about this morning. Screaming woman reported to the police because they thought she was having sex. uh, Was actually a parrot. There you go. Um, Volvo's apparently Volvo drivers are number one for sex drive. Nads. A Volvo driver can last seventeen minutes in the sack. are they Swedish? I thought they were German Volvos. Is it? Uh but if you've got a BMW you're only going to last 3 minutes. If you're in a Skoda you're five. So Volvo drivers last the longest. How the hell have they done this? Have they done this? Let's have a look. The research who's done the research? Dating site illicit encounters polled 2000 women Ah, and women said that men driving BMWs, BMWs sorry, seem to have a need for speed even in the bedroom. They go too quickly. Whereas those behind the wheel of a Volvo who take a more leisurely and safer approach endure, have a longer endurance threshold.
1: Oh, I feel sick now. I don't need that on a Saturday
0: morning. <laughs> Did you hear that? Don't need that on a Saturday. Okay, well, maybe you need this. Cocks and robbers. Yes, locals in Britain's... rudest. I've taken a photograph. I've taken this very photograph of this sign. Locals in Britain's rudest-named village have pleaded with visitors to keep your hands off our cocks after the road sign to their village, cocks, keeps being stolen. Jokers keep scrawling the words fat, big and little in front of the name of their hamlet. This is why you come here, guys, because we bring you the news that counts. We ask the questions that no one else is willing to ask. Well, we don't, but you know what I mean. Um, I'm not going to share with you this story because it's stupid. Um, Oh, this is a barber who still owed money for a haircut. Uh, My girl's doll is possessed. This is a chap who says that since buying a toy for his doll, this is a full page in the Star, he said he suffered a burst appendix, a pay cut, brake failure, and has been shot by an air rifle. Uh, He claims that his girl's doll is like like Chucky. See, this is where it gets interesting, isn't it, right at the end. These, These are the stories that really, really matter. Now... If you're a Volvo driver and you're having long, long bouts of sex, you're going to live longer too because getting your end away, sex staves off death. Dina, you're going to die young. Oh, yeah. Sex at least once a month could put an extra smile on your face by slashing the risk of dying young, a new study has found. Sex with a regular partner cuts stress. Being without a
1: partner is fantastic.
0: <laughs> Being without a partner, you may have heard, is fantastic. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, there you go. Um, and here we go. Look, this is the conse- These are the consequences of playing with balls. Look at this. Now, for those of you listening in the car, you may have to at some point later in the day head over to YouTube because I'm now going to show you a few photos which are really intriguing. Look at this. What an astonishing photo. This is, this is a woman who is protesting at the activities that you've seen in the previous bull festivals and things like that. This is in Pamplona, I believe. This is a biker in Melbourne, part of a native uh, uh, indigenous, um, Australian, indigenous Australian biker gang. That's some great photos now. it? I just thought I'd leave these photos with you. Uh, this, is, uh, this is Margot Robbie at one of the various premieres that are launching all over the world. I, jury's out on this one, guys. What do you think? I posted on our Threads um, Popcorn Junkies account. Yes, Barbie is going to confound us. It's not going to be what we think it's going to be. It's going to be politically interesting and all this kind of stuff. But I've still got a fear it's going to be shit. I mean, lots of people are very excited. It's been a fantastic press push huge social media campaign but i do worry that it's just like i don't know i don't know i don't know and finally this is a restaurant where is this restaurant this is a restaurant in i just thought this was a fascinating image for nanny Di. this is a good one for you this is a restaurant in zagreb croatia where the owners of the restaurant keep an eagle uh they keep an eagle a falcon which basically patrols the terraced restaurant, protecting customers from pigeons and crows. I don't know what I'd rather have. Pigeons and crows attacking me, or this, this fucking falcon flying around. Getting What if he gets one? Jesus Christ. Uh, the, who just said that? Jordan Stevenson. The hype is going to die down. I think there's too much hype over Barbie. That's my problem with it. But um, but anyway, can't wait to see it. Um so, guys, there you go. There's there's your newspapers. There's your headlines. Funny stories, serious stories. Sorry, I had to, felt I had to have a bit of a rant at the front there. <coughs> Over there, I, f- I can feel the flapping air of flares. I can I can feel the flapping air of flares. I'm going to get my topper out, uh, and I might also talk about my bicycle. Um, so, yeah. So, it's 1970s Curly Cooks. Is there a reason it's the 1970s, or just just shits and giggles?
1: Yeah. Um, lovely items from the 70s that my friend gave me. Lots of That's
0: lovely items. We, we nostalgia. A bit of 70s got nostalgia. Got nostalgia, nostalgia OK, Anne H is asking, what's on the menu today?
1: so it is a delicious vegan... She's coming. Lo- a delicious vegan cocavanna. I you beg your pardon. I wish you could oh smell it. Oh my God, it. you're
0: joking. We're going to have lots of fun so, with that.
1: So then I'm cooking some chicken as well to go along with the sauce. And I'm making a proper lemon meringue pie, not one of these disgusting ones you get in the bakers.
0: Fabulosity.
1: And some gorgeous herby garlic breads. Dina's making a vegan Black Forest Gatto-esque pudding, mm. but I'm not keen on what she's done so far. We'll see. Fantastic. I made it up today. This week, I literally made it
0: up. Fantastic.
1: And Mark is going to be making a proper 70s prawn cocktail.
0: Fabulous. My favourite.
1: The herby garlic bread as well. Did I say that? That's delicious. So, okay. Yeah. We've got a lot going on and we're going to talk a bit about, we're going to show you our very first ever cookery book that me and Dina got when we were kids. It's so cute. Oh, yeah. So lots of. Abigail's party. Absolutely. Dawn Decker.